Hey there, you're listening to a sneak peek of our Digital Buzz segments, a special part of the Mindful Bites podcast. Keep an eye out for our first official episode dropping around April 2024. Now let's go ahead and dive on in. Welcome to the Mindful Bites podcast, presented by Killer Bee Studios. Open your minds as we dive into conversations about the world of tech and the art behind using it purposefully. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Digital Buzz. Uh, Olivia, let's go ahead and jump into, I would, I'm going to call this our social chatter uh, section here of Digital Buzz. Uh, we're going to talk about Snapchat because, you know, I'm sure you saw their Super Bowl commercial. Did you see their Super Bowl commercial? Actually did not. What? You didn't see the Super Bowl commercial. Oh my gosh. No, All right, so I, I, I will have to share that with you so you can check it out and we'll share it on our Discord I'll even put a link to it in the show notes here so you guys can check it out. But we'll go back to that in just a second because I know you brought up Snapchat last week. So I want to definitely talk about what their commercial was about. You're going to find it very interesting. Um, But before we go into that, let's talk about um, some insights that was given about Threads algorithm. Uh, So some of the things that I was reading on Threads was, you know, they released some tips on their algorithm. Here's some of the things that they said. Number one was engagement signals, which is like your likes, your replies, uh, you know, and your follows. They said this is crucial. The more engagement your post receives, the more likely it's going to be seen by others, which that's something we've seen across all social media. So no surprise. User activity. Now, this one, they were talking about the algorithm considers how many posts you've seen in your feed and how long it's been since you were last active on threads. Profile interactions, how often your user clicks on your author's profile. Uh, The next one here, number four, which was very interesting, it was this was cross-platform activity. So they're talking about, so they were saying that although it's it's not really impactful, but the uh, it's not as impactful, but the number of times you viewed the author's profile on, on Instagram may influence what you see on threads. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that kind of, that's, I never have heard of cross-platform <clears throat> activity yet. So I'm, I'm curious about how that works with Facebook and Instagram as well, and then threads. Um, and the last thing was about customizing your feed. It says you can, you know, this is kind of like TikTok and stuff. You can influence your threads experience by hiding posts. But here's what I wrote down. Okay, so to me, this is what my overall takeaway was to the secrets of the threads algorithm. It comes down to how much attention you're going to give their app yeah. or apps. Because I mean, if you're yeah. talking about like, you know, how many likes, replies, follows, how and how many posts you've seen in your feed and how long it's been since you were last active on threads and how many times are you viewing Instagram's that, that person's Instagram profile or their profile on threads can all have effect on the algorithm. I wrote that down. I was like, OK, as we're talking about being becoming more aware of what we're doing with our time when it comes to our our business work and also just overall our personal life on these digital platforms. I wrote down, well, the secret comes down to how much attention we're willing to give the app. Uh, And I think that's something we always have to be aware of. So it's like we can get so caught up in trying to do more and reach more, but it's like how much more attention that that's what's for sales, our attention. They want our attention. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? So to me, honestly, it sounds like, the their algorithm is the early Instagram algorithm because that was like how often you were posting was like such a big deal on like Instagram um, and that sort of thing. So it sounds like that's what they're using as their base. And I'm thinking that it will probably be tweaked as 
you know, it continues to grow. But right now, they're still, I feel like, um, you know, it grew in popularity, like, right from the jump. But then after that, it was like, oops, I forgot I even have a threaded threads account. So now yeah. I feel like this is, you know, a way for them to get people to kind of come back to it. But also now everyone is used to the word algorithm. So them throwing out that threads has an algorithm. So no doubt they're seeing a decline in how many people are actually using the app now. So they're like, hey, if you use the app, the more you're on it, the more you scroll down the feed, the more you're going to benefit from the algorithm. Uh, yeah. Again, it's attention. It's 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 our attention that they want. So the things that you're doing, are they taking you closer to the goal that you're aiming towards, whether it's in your business or your personal life? Or is it becoming yeah. more of a distraction and taking you away from it? Those are questions we really got really to be aware of and asking ourselves. So another thing that just came out, which I just saw this, this morning, Instagram stickers. I don't know if you and we've all seen the Instagram stickers, but they're now making it where you can do the cutout stickers on videos and make animated oh, GIFs yeah. and stuff. So, uh, so keep your eye out for that update rolling out. They just have like a little icon where right by the cutout and you can actually choose an option for doing a video and you can prop yourself out of that video make an animated gif from it so that's that's kind of a cool little feature so let's talk about snapchat for a second they had a commercial which i thought was very interesting uh, again i'm definitely going to share this with you and we'll put a link to it in the show notes if if you guys have not seen that commercial on the super bowl but they started off about start off with likes like you want more likes and it says three then it's like showing all these different pictures that people are taking to get more likes more likes and then it just says uh more friends more follows and it kept saying and then all of a sudden it started going more 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 all across the whole screen then it drew a line through more and oh. their whole commercial was turning to the point of less likes equals more likes less less friends equals more friends or less likes equals more love and they said less social media more snapchat so this is very interesting i'm going to read this to you now olivia you can check it out later this is i'm going to read this from their website because they had a website that came up at the end that said more snapchat.com so this is very interesting with since we're talking about threads and stuff here, I'm going to read it right from the website. So I'm going to read this to you guys. The promise of social media started out great. It was a place where we could connect with people and share bits of our lives. A place where we could be part of something bigger than ourselves, where we could feel supported and loved. But something in the adolescence of social media, things began to feel, to feel off. Friends became people who felt more like strangers. Moments became more curated. Sharing became more contrived. Social media felt like an inauthentic version of our lives rather than a source of genuine connection. And this made us feel less connected, less open, and less comfortable expressing ourselves. So there's a lot to read in here. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But they're basically embracing that shift of, of of being more personal, really focusing on a connection and not worrying about more likes. Like they actually highlight they they don't that's not about the feed isn't ran by likes or shares or or follows. It's all about that personal connection. Less friends equals more friends. Like okay, you might not have as many people following you on here as what's considered friends, but those are really your friends that you're connected with. So uh, I'm very interested to to hear your thoughts on this because I know Olivia, you were talking about. Um, Snapchat last week. And they actually even said Snapchat is not social media. This is a statement they wrote in their page. Snapchat is not social media. It was never intended to be social media. In fact, it was built as an antidote to social media. Uh, so what are your thoughts about that? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think that they're definitely, um, you know, in 2024, we've just been hearing about how 
people are ready for, you know, the actual close personal connection um, versus being just a number on social media to brands or people or whatever. So they definitely are capitalizing on that because it's true. I never would have said like Snapchat is like a social media platform. Oh, it's it's like an instant messenger almost with, yeah. you know, sending pictures and things like that. But they actually, in my opinion, were the first ones to really um, get people to use filters. That's where I mm-hmm. first used like funny filters and things like that. Um, but the thing that I actually liked, which you know, we don't, I don't personally know a lot of brands that have used um, Snapchat as, you know, a business, but the the businesses that use it, they're more like, you know, celebrities and things like that. The message that comes to you, it feels personal. Like you, I get a notification from, you know, a celebrity like I would from Brian. So to me, it's like chatting with an actual friend or brand versus like seeing a brand's post. I'm getting a personal message from the brand. So that's where it feels very different. I was always kind of like looking at like, you know, I know if you do a message, it can, you know, it deletes within like what, 24 hours or something like that. If you send like a message. And they did approach that in in their more Snapchat page. It says conversation on Snapchat are designed to de- to delete by default because that's just how conversations are in real life. Um, he says, we can express ourselves with our close friends in the same way we would if we were just hanging out together. Now, is Snapchat ideal for businesses? And if so, what type of businesses might consider using this platform and you know really start looking into it and saying, is this the right platform? Is there a way for us to use it? How much do you know about like the spotlight feed, the public stories and the maps? Um, I think I know a decent amount of like the maps and the stories, but not okay. the spotlight thing. Okay. So, okay. So from what I could tell from here, it sounds like their spotlights are more for like creators. Like that's gotcha. like for creators, the spotlight, but the public stories is supposed to be more intended for like media companies that's putting news and stuff out there like that. Is that how you see it? Yeah, definitely. They do have a discover feed as well. Yeah. It, it looks very interesting. The, I like the, the idea that the, that the spotlight is more for creators and that the public stories is supposed to be more for like media companies, like to be pushing out news and, and updates or stuff that's happening in the local area, like, like these concerts and stuff. And um, I like that. And then the maps well, I was looking at today and I saw this, like right when I opened up the map, it had a spot that I could click on. It had like all these restaurants all around me and the restaurants all had people's Snapchat messages at that restaurant. So it's yeah, like, interesting, yeah. like even like restaurants and local locations, like they could have like a Snapchat thing going on where people are posting their Snapchats and tagging, I guess, where they're at. And it would highlight what they're doing at the store, so they could have some real fun interaction and entertaining things with their with their uh, local uh, location. Um, yeah, yeah, the location thing is pretty cool, and Snapchat is like one of the things where like my teenage niece and nephew like they actually interact with like my mom on there and me because <laughs> again, it's like not something where they're doing these public po- it's sending pictures and messages to like, you know, 
individuals. So that's something where they don't have to get a fake Instagram account or whatever. (laughs) If businesses are going to use it, we need to really try to adapt it in a way that aligns with what the platform is about. You know, it's about those connections. Don't make, if it turns into a big social media marketing thing and it's very obvious that audience is going to see it and they're not even going to want to have anything to do with you. So you got to really be creative with it. So uh, I think we'll definitely see more of that this year. I just thought it was interesting though. I saw the commercial during the Super Bowl, and you just brought it up last week during our last yeah. visual buzz. So, uh, so yeah. keep our eye on it. I thought it was really cool what TikTok did for the Super Bowl. So they had a um, a tailgate. It was called the TikTok tailgate, where you could only watch it on TikTok. And they had Gwen Stefani, like she performed, and even on the stage it said TikTok tailgate. Um, they were encouraging you to like talk to people in the chat, which people were doing. And the way that like she even engaged with TikTok viewers, like when she was talking, you know, at concerts where they're like, thanks so much, you know, Columbus for coming. Like she was saying TikTok users. I just thought it was Mm. like really cool and also something to think about when people are going live for an audience to think about talking directly to that audience. There was like almost 2 million people watching live on TikTok. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they used the NFL's account. And I just thought that TikTok did a really good job of capitalizing on getting people to actually use their app during the Super Bowl. So that's very interesting because I wonder if it's as much as a TikTok as it was the NFL. Because you said it was on the NFL's account, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Because okay, there's something else that we noticed during the we we're watching it on TV. We're we're just we're just old people. We don't watch it on TikTok. We were watching it on that 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 square thing called a. It used to be called a tube. Now it's just like a I guess a flat screen TV. <laughs> well, one of the things that I noticed is they gave a shout out to the Nickelodeon thing. I don't know if you noticed that, but they had mm-hmm. a Nickelodeon ver- version of the Super Bowl where the kids were watching the Super Bowl. But all the like the announcers were like SpongeBob and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, you're talking about genius yeah. ways to to get your medium, like your what you're doing, like it's NFL, and they're like, hey, they're getting kids to buy into it at a young age and enjoy the game yeah. because they have the people hosting it or narrating it are the characters that they love. It's just genius. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and like you know, they know that TikTok is a good way to get you know, those teens and younger generation as well. Um, So yeah, that was, I thought that was really cool. But yeah, it probably was led by the NFL, but I don't think another platform could have done it the way that TikTok did it. It's very interesting to be thinking about that because there's so many new things that's going to be possible with even AI and audio. I mean, I mean, imagine like, okay, I know we work with some broadcasters and I don't want to get too rabbit trail down that, but we work with broadcasters. Could you imagine trying to get a younger generation to tune in by partnering with somebody like Nickelodeon instead of your DJ actually being the one talking, but the DJ's voice would be turned into SpongeBob or, or Squidward or, you know, something like that. And they're hearing that character doing the DJ. And I don't know, that's like, that's some yeah, cool ideas. No, there. I think that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the other thing, Olivia, that I was going to talk about real quick before we wrap up this session is the Apple Vision Pro. This is our tech talk section here. And uh, I know I, we got off last week and I was like, oh, man, I meant to talk about the Apple Vision Pro because everybody's talking about it. 
Um, and uh, so I wanted to kind of mention uh, we have not ordered one yet. You know, I, I started looking into it because we were going to buy one. You know, we have the Meta Pros, we have the Quest 3s, we have the Quest 2s. And I was waiting for the big reveal when they launched it, and I watched the videos about it, and there was just nothing that was going, oh, yeah, you definitely need to buy that for $3,500. I am just I just can't wrap my mind around that price. So I'm like, yes, I'll go test yeah. it. But to buy it, like the things that they were showing, like one of the biggest things, which really doesn't make it worth for me. Again, this is for me. It doesn't make it worth $3,500 for me as a use case was can I use it as a computer without having to connect it to a computer? Like, can I do my Mac work on the headset without actually having to have a Mac? They still showed it where you have to connect it to a Mac, which my Meta Pros do that. So it just wasn't really making sense yeah. for that dollar amount. There's there's a lot that's got to be proven, I think, to be worth $3,500. And I'm a huge Apple fan. I mean, everything I have is Apple's. You know, my son, he's gotten, he's been researching now all the Google Glasses. Do you remember Google Glasses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dad, did you know they had Google glasses? I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember those days. Dean that did a report on it because they actually called them back then because people were making like all these crazy videos with them and stuff. They called them glass holes. Have you seen all the crazy videos of like the vision pro now? Like where people are like walking down the street with them on and stuff, which. Yeah. I saw someone dr- like driving with them on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you can't do any of that. Like none of that stuff. Works. I know, so I know, I know. Seen that was showing that, but they said they're calling it now. Like these are like this is like the new glass holes. They're calling them Vision Bros. <laughs> vision Bros. Oh, vision Bros. Yeah. <laughs> they're just walking around, just doing everything. But uh, they said that's going to phase out. But I think that there's got to be a there's a lot to be there's a lot that Apple has to prove to make that worth thirty five hundred bucks. I'm just that's just a huge yeah. huge chunk yeah. of change yeah. with with what the uh, Meta Pros can do. But with that, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Olivia, thanks for joining me for the Digital Buzz, and we will see you guys next week. And if you want to join us live right here on Discord, you can be in the audience. Just go check out our Discord. You can go there by going to patreon.com forward slash Marketing, or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. 